0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at chumbacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? <gasps> Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Truman's Town Hall with your host, Matt Truman. Hello, hello, this is Matt Truman, thank you for downloading this episode, thank you for sharing with a friend, hope everyone is doing well today, hope you guys are having a good day or night whenever you're listening to this podcast, and I'm going to try to keep this one short, we'll bounce from subject to subject, we'll talk about the election, we'll talk about where I think we're heading, possibilities, And then at the end, I'm going to play a question from Jack Windsor, a reporter, asking Governor DeWine about his stock holdings in Pfizer and Moderna. We'll play that clip at the end, so stick around. So today is December the 14th and... The Electoral College has came and went. They voted. They certified Joseph R. Biden as the next president of the United States of America. I know folks are saying, Matt, you got to wait till Dece- or January 6th. You got to wait. Well, in my view, my opinion, I think it's pretty much done. I think there is a very slim chance anything outrageous will happen from now until January 6th and January 6th, the 20th. Um, And outrageous, I mean, overturning the vote back to Trump. The world burns at that point. If that were to happen, the world is burning down. Um, There will be mayhem in the streets. Uh, So, yeah, I think it's pretty much over with that. But it could get worse. And I'll tell you how. Well, it could get worse for Republicans, conservatives, folks like that, folks who enjoy the Second Amendment. It could get worse. But before we go into that, there was a a call leaked. Joseph Biden and Kamala Harris had a call with the black leaders in America, some of the black leader. Not all. There's a lot of different organizations and things that may have not been on the call, right? But there was a leak of the call, and on that leak, someone was trying to persuade him or talk to him about gun control, and he could do gun control through an executive order. And his response was no, this is Joseph Biden, no, I'm not going to do an executive order on gun control, because then the next president could come in and say that everybody should own machine guns, which I'm cool with. I'm down with machine guns. Uh, I would probably, if I had a choice, buy a 240 Bravo. I think that's a midsize weapon that I could use here at the house for home defense or just sit up at the top of the steps. I'm just kidding. Um, But yeah, he said he couldn't do an executive order because of the machine gun deal. But what could happen? There's another election. I know. It's like we're always going around to election to election. But there's another election in Georgia, January 5th. And if the Democrats win, there is no check and balance to this government. If the Democrats win the Georgia Senate races, because they will own the Senate, they will own the House, and yes, they will own the presidency. They'll own Pretty much all three branches of government. If you paid attention to the last couple of uh, undecisions from the SCOTUS, anywho, I digress. So, what if Congress, the House and the Senate, right, pass a bill on gun control? Do you think Joseph R. Biden is going to veto that? I don't think so. That is not going to happen. If Georgia goes to the Democrats, some, (laughs) there might be a lot of people they are like, yay, gun control. I've heard people who own guns say yes for gun control. I say more freedom, not less freedom. Anyway, that could be, that could, could be an outcome. I think things would get weird around that. Like really weird. <laughs> so that thought of well 2020 is almost over we're going to get it all back put that aside things are going to get more interesting ladies and gentlemen more interesting as time goes on now if the senate goes to the republicans there'll at least be a senate that is different from the rest of the government at least in major political ideas Would I love to see more libertarians, more Green Party, more independents? Yes. I think a more diverse look from America into government would be a better check and balance than just a Republican-run Senate, Democrat-run House, and a Democrat-run president. I think more political ideas need to be involved versus less. Because let's face it, we all don't agree. We may agree on one subject, but not the other subject. And that's okay. It's good even. It's better to help you figure out and form ideas. But we are so polarized right now. Everything's just, you either believe like I do or you don't believe at all. Anyway. So basically, that's my commentary on that, on this election. I, I said I'd come back on this podcast on Monday and talk about that. That's my view. I think, it's, I think the deep state has won. I think they have won. The media has shown their bias, have they not? The majority of, of media is in the pocket of the Democrat Party. Politically speaking. I like to see a media that would be reporting on both sides. Like, here's what the president did right, here's what he did wrong. No matter who the party is. Here's what the senator did, here's what they did, or did good, here's what they did wrong. On both sides. Because as much as I want to see a more inclusive political atmosphere in government, the two parties run it. Right now. And it's about to be just one party running it. So where's the... Che- Even if you are a Democrat, where would the check and balance be on that? There wouldn't be. Oh, yeah, but there's all these conservatives in the Supreme Court. Man, yeah. I don't know. They don't look like they want to get involved in politics too much these days, right? Anywho. So I also... Pay attention to Governor DeWine here in the state of Ohio, and I also pay attention to his COVID updates. He had one today, one of his Tuesday updates. Um, They talked about the vaccine. They talked about it rolling out, who would get it, why Governor DeWine is not getting it yet. (laughs) Um, Why... uh, yeah, and these politicians when they explain it and and people buy their explanation, they're like, "Well, I only took $200 from I, I don't know." So, he gave his his briefing on COVID, the vaccine. And then he took questions from the press. There was a reporter a reporter named Jack Windsor, who asked the last question. And you had to stick around for the whole thing or you'd have missed it, right? Here was that two-part question. Governor, a tough question, um, and I'll appreciate your patience with it. It's from a viewer, and it's two parts. Uh, first, you own stock in Pfizer and Moderna, and did these companies contribute to your campaign pre- and post-gubernatorial fund? Um, And then second, obviously, many people have diversified Holdings in Pharma, so that would be understandable. But you did fall under scrutiny as a U.S. senator and Ohio attorney general for having uh, stock in companies that you could have had influence on. Um, And now, since you're governor and primary policymaker and have encouraged millions of Ohioans to take vaccines from companies you may have ties to, do you see that as a conflict of interest? Uh, the answer is I don't know uh, if we own any stock in either company, but uh, we will find out very quickly uh, and make that public. So, look, I, I don't think there's any conflict. Um, you know, I had nothing to do with the development. But, look, I don't know whether uh, Fran or I or, uh, own any st- stock of uh, those two companies or not. Yeah, thank you. We'll we'll make that public. la da 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 Anywho uh, – <laughs> There are still good reporters out there. Jack Windsor, you are the Truman's Town Hall reporter of the podcast. I don't know. We don't have one, but we do today. Because that was a great question. A lot of the questions are like, there was one today about, Mr. Trump said, come on, guys. (laughs) Ask poignant questions. And Jack Windsor did. Now, the reason that stuck out to me, for two reasons, right? You always want to know, is your politician on the up and up or are they BSing me? Right? You, you got to know that because they're like used car salesmen from the 80s. Watched <laughs> watch used cars with uh, Kurt Russell and then, anyhow. So that was a great question. Throughout the whole thing. And the reason I came on that was because I just finished reading a book. Called Profiles in Corruption. By Peter Schweitzer. Last name is S-C-H-W-E-I-Z-E-R. If you want to look him up. There is a video on YouTube with Peter Schweitzer and 60 Minutes. That talks all about stock trades and congressmen and land deals and congressmen. It talks all about that kind of stuff, that YouTube video at 60 Minutes with Peter Schweitzer. It's really interesting, and that's why that question stuck out in my mind. Um, He also wrote the book Profiles in Corruption. I think I already said that, though. Anyway, I I guess uh, since I'm repeating myself, we'll end the podcast here and we'll come back Friday and talk more about the news of the day, what's happening. Um, Yeah, maybe we'll talk about the Cleveland baseball team. I don't know. Talk to you guys on Friday.